Oh, oh we, uh, yeah, what you need? The shit, I need to make order today. Uh, no, no, it's too late. Hi. No, no, hello, look here, big yeah. boy. I need to make big order for no, five, no, $500. $500, I give you I five. don't care. You fuck you, bitch. You know he cares too, which is why it's fucking hilarious. He's like, shit, that's a lot of money, I don't want to lose it. Welcome to episode 66 of Not Politically Correct. What is going down, everybody? It's the homie TS, a.k.a. C. Nova. You know I gotcha, a.k.a. Mexican Raiden, a.k.a. Hank Hook, a.k.a. E.P.E., a.k.a. Quentin Quarantino, a.k.a. The Wonton Don. And you can find me on Twitter at CNovaKPZ. We'll call you back on uh, social media now. I will be back on social media tomorrow, but... Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, the remaining sir. 40%. Yeah, you dig? It's your, <laughs> it's your boy, Rim McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. Young Splash God, a.k.a. No Cap Charlie, a.k.a. Smooth Job Johnny, a.k.a. Doped Up Danny, a.k.a. FBI Mike. What? AKA, yeah, yeah, check it out. <laughs> a.k.a. Hallway Jones. I don't want to check that out. You, no, <laughs> stop. Rewind. Take it. you out. Uh, pause. <laughs> FBI. Because the Fed might be checking you out. Exactly. <laughs> burda, burda. And, uh, Fem- oh. Is it the shirt that says female body inspector? <laughs> oh, I would love <laughs> right. to be an FBI agent then. Female body inspector? I mean, essentially. Because it's so 2004. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Not like, because I do have a girlfriend, so I'll inspect her female body. Because you're a bit but... <laughs> make Merida. Um, But you can find me at, uh, on Snapchat at Remokoi Rebel, and you can find me not on Instagram and always on Twitter tomorrow at Remokoi KPZ. <laughs> Because <laughs> he always be on Twitter tomorrow. <laughs> right? I'm always on Twitter the next day. I'm always on Twitter the next day. Sixty percent of the time, it works hundred percent of the time. Right. That doesn't make any sense. Exactly, <laughs> Cody. <Yeah. laughs> Hi, I'm Cody, and I Am Legend is a terrible movie to watch during quarantine. Russ. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> he's not doing no no kind of AKAs anymore. He's above Ooh, that. Hot. He's he's now a metaphor for tranquility, and he's all he's like everything is centered. So it's just one Cody. <laughs> Head ass metaphor nigga. Matthew. <laughs> metaphor Matthew. <laughs> I'm done with my AKAs. AKA <laughs> metaphor Matthew. CD Rico ruined everything. <laughs> uh, Russ, the Man, aka Teddy Russ, aka Smooth Fingers, aka what are my other ones? Schoolwork's Cube, <laughs> aka The Pretender, aka um, Kid Universal, aka Russ the Bus. <laughs> you can find me on the Chattiest of Snaps. Chattiest, Snap Chattiest. Yeah, there you go. Um, ECKZ underscore R A Y D E T. That's X rated. And then on can on, on IG, <laughs> Candy Cupidity C A N D I D underscore C U P I D I T Y. I D I T Y. That's right. Idiots. But check this, yo, yo. Funny like I idiots. Funny thing, I'm gonna come first. I'm gonna tell you guys where you can find this. I'm gonna come back to this I D I T Y. You'll love this story, Cody, because it involves Drake. Um, so <laughs> I, I already do. I love this story. <laughs> you can find Wait, us it, on Facebook. 
our page. At join the join the group and talk to us at Not Politically Correct Podcast. You also can like our page at NPC Podcast. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Not PC Podcast, and you can listen to us at anything that you can listen to things on. So that includes um, SoundCloud. That includes the podcast app on your Apple phones. That includes a uh, Spreaker. That includes Google Play. That includes any of those wonderful things that you might like to listen to shit on. Find us there at Not Politically Correct Podcast. And please rate, review, and talk to us and tell us how good we are or if we're just dicks and, you know, we should shut the fuck up. All of that sh- good shit. Now, going back to this ID ITY. So, for those of you who don't know, we're not going to talk about this. We're not going to talk about this this week, but we are going to talk about this eventually. Drake dropped the tape. Uh, Darkwing um, demo tape is what it's called. Darkwing? Dark, Darkwing, Darkwing Duck? Darkwing Duck, no. Darkwing demo tape is what it's called. But, oh. but on the song, he says... It's always uh, you and I without the T-Y. Now. He listens to us. Fuck Drake. But wait, but wait. <laughs> he, said it's always, he, he said it's always you and I without the T-Y. Now, tell me why I spent the whole. This album's been without out for two ID. weeks. This, this, this album has been out for two weeks. I spent the whole two weeks spelling out Y-O-U-A-N-D-I. And I'm like, there's no T in anywhere in this. What do you, it, was never, it, it was never there. And then the other yesterday, I was making up my bed. I was making the bed yesterday, listening to this song for like the thirtieth time. Unity. And I was like, right. And I was like, U N I T, motherfucker. I was like, that's what he's talking about. Spell it out for us, you Canadian freak. Right. He did. That's no. That's he did. Touche. He literally. He literally. He literally. But no, I mean, like that was some tough work. Right. Crossword puzzle and everything. Right. Exactly. I usually don't express this, but I'm kind of disappointed in you both. Wow. You. No, you, you usually express that. <laughs> and Cody, uh, not me, damn. Damn. It'll be like, it's you and I without the I D I T Y. It's you and I without any of the word. No, but like, you listen, listen, man. That, but for for me, that makes Drake even a little bit even a little bit better because if y'all know me. The best We're rappers, pure. the best rappers, always make me. I always have to come back later on. Like I'm still, there's still shit off of Marshmallow's LP and off of um the Cool by Lupe that I'm still coming back to. I'm like, oh, that nigga said what? Like there's a part in um in um they use metaphors. You just suck at spelling. That was <laughs> shut up, bitch. You just like <laughs> listen. He said it's always you and I, you and I, without the like like bro, you and I, like. Huh? It, 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 because okay. that's a, those are those are three different. You're just, digging a, you're just digging a bigger hole. You let a Canadian outsmart you on a spelling. Ooh, wow. <laughs> eh? Next he's gonna spell color with a U and shit. Borofil. Um, so, yeah, More but like borofil. But yeah, that's that's that. I just wanted to say that you know that caught me off guard. But speaky speaky sports, Cody. <laughs> that speaky speaky spelling. <laughs> Biggie, shut the fuck up, please. Well, actually, <laughs> that's what I wanted to talk about. The spelling bee, the national spelling bee competition. Really? So I'm just, no, no, not at all. No, oh, no. <laughs> he said no, not that's, <laughs> oh, that's a cool sport. I mean, there is, no, it is a sport. That, I'm just not going to talk about it. Yo, what was that? That was Akilah the Bee. That was uh, Kiki Palmer who was in that, right? Akilah the Bee? No one? Okay, cool. I feel it. Anywho. All right. Sports. Um... I think the only thing I was really going to talk about was that um, yesterday Aaron Rodgers um, said that with the Packers drafting a quarterback, um, 
And it's kind of like with them drafting a quarterback, also with them not getting him targets instead, like wide receivers, that he doesn't, he's unsure about if he's going to finish his career with the Packers and that he still believes in himself. And I'm like, okay, but <coughs> your accuracy has declined due to your, probably your age. You're getting up there. And he kept saying, like, I think I complained in my 40s. I planned on that. I'm like, Tom Brady's with the Buccaneers now, and you're just, I feel like a butthurt, you know? Oh, my God. Aaron Rodgers said he he's unsure of his future with us because we drafted a quarterback. What the fuck do you exp- That's how he got here. We I had know. To, we had to and I'm like, I thought Brett this was going to be him. perfect. Right. Right. He was under two years under Favre watching his study and stuff like that. I thought this is how it's going to be. It was going to be perfect. You know, teach the next one coming in. I thought he right. was going to teach Jordan Love, our next quarterback. But, man, man. Yes, he feels more. He, I can try to emphasize with right. He, his thought process is, I'm old. I'm probably on my way out. I want to get another ring. Give me what I need so that way I can do that, and then you guys fix it up later. He's not thinking ahead for right. the Packers. He's thinking of himself. But right. there's, it's not like they're going to say this season or this upcoming season that um, Jordan Love would be starting, like Aaron would be starting. But without the receivers, he need, if he needs targets and they didn't give him receivers, Bro, I get what you're saying. Where are you going to go to get better receivers, though? Like, I know we need receivers, but you're going to have to learn a whole new playbook and get a whole new, like, system going on. Yeah. Yeah, that's sure. hard to do yeah, for sure for sure i mean yeah i get it and i'm actually a little butt hurt that he would say that because it's like it's aaron Rodgers, bro it's not like right. you know what i'm saying it's that's like that would be like Giannis, like five years from now being like well because we didn't make it to the championship these last few years i don't know but like that would hurt my feelings so if said that about so Giannis pulling a lebron <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> goddamn yeah, yeah. yeah that shit <laughs> <laughs> that's like if Giannis like so exactly what LeBron Giannis did Giannis was like LeBron James LeBron Wait. James hey there Giannis on the compound yeet do it Cody yeet LeBron yeet y'all man yeet damn it brother nah nah you took the AKAs out you can't even do your old shit it's, it's dead it's done but what else is going on in sports man? out too I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, that's nothing it? because everything's getting. I'm still getting notifications. This gymnast thing got canceled. I'm like, who watches that? So the Olympics were supposed to be this year, right? Didn't they? They got yeah. pushed back, right? Yeah, they actually <laughs> said Tokyo came back saying that they're losing like seven hundred million dollars or something like that because it got postponed. Seven hundred million dollars? Yeah. Damn. Damn, they're losing a damn near a billion. But damn, shit. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it's a world worldly event, like. Shit! Wow, that sucks. Mm-hmm. All the money is going to what's his name? Bezos, Bezos. Oh yeah, right. On what? That nigga's going. He's the world's first trillionaire. Wait, Amazon... whoa, 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 whoa! Stop. Yeah, you haven't been on social media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I get off social media and then I, get, now. I get off social media and all of a sudden Jeff Bezos is a trillionaire. I mean, it's not like he was far away from it or anything, but yeah, he everyone's ordering stuff on Amazon because of the quarantine stuff. So yeah. It's the, 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 I guess, avenue that most everybody uses for any type of shipping. I was about to um, order some, some so pictures from my wall today on Amazon, so I feel it. But first of all, don't You're like, me, I should get a cut out of that. Don't, that <laughs> if, if any human on this planet makes it to be worth a trillion dollars, just kill me, bro. Just go ahead and pop me in the forehead. Cause like, I mean, that'd be now. 
So, right, exactly. Right. Well, you got to, well, friends, you aren't doing your job because nobody shot me yet. This would be the equivalent of uh, Charlemagne the God saying that he don't would do. It's not the equivalent of nothing like that. It's not the equivalent of nothing like that. Why you gotta put me with dog and what he said with that? That's ETS. You supposed to be my best friend and you really you fucking up in the lane, bro. If he beat the case, which he didn't, because he still got put in jail, so he didn't beat the case. But oh, he's, I, I he get what you said. Yeah, that's what he said. If he beat the case. Okay, so at least he gave himself a safeguard. McCoy, you're literally saying, shoot me in the head if any human being gets a trillion dollars. And we literally just said before that, <laughs> this man is a trillionaire. Take it back now, y'all. Take it back now, y'all. Take it back now, y'all. One pop this time. Take it back now, y'all. Yeah. That's, that's Man, what the fuck? I'm afraid to see what else I've missed on social media. Jesus, fuck. Because your bitch might be widowed. Doja Cat did not show her tits. I did hear that Doja Cat did not show her tits. I'm very mad about that. I mean, honestly, I was not surprised. I mean, um, yeah, I just, I, me either. I just had a high hope, or whatever. I was, I was laughing at how many people were like really of simping about be high. it. Like really, really simping about it. Like it was crazy, and it's funny. The funniest thing is how she was like, you know. You niggas got play. You got play. Right, she's cracking up, <laughs> dude. She hilarious. She was like, she was like, I'm. She was like, I'm nasty with it. Like really nasty with it. With a side of scam, scam. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck does that even mean, dog? What does that? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about, Doja Cat? What are you saying? Like, I don't feel it. She said, I'm nasty. I'm. She said, I'm nasty. I mean, like super nasty with it. With a side of scam, scam. Just her lingo and the way she kicks her shit. I'm like, you really were supposed to be a rapper. Like you really are. You really do be on bullshit, bro. She be kicking bullshit. Like I fuck with it though. With a side of scam, I'm I'm am t- telling you right now, I'ma lace the words scam scam into something that I do going forward. Like, like niggas is on scam scam. Like that. Like it's definitely gonna be a thing because of her. I got the sauce. You got the scam scam. Mm. All right. <laughs> What's going on in sports? There's never been anything going out of sports. <laughs> Haven't been anything on. You know, okay, well, um, speaking of sports, you know what has always, always, always been looked at as a sport? Hip-hop. And that transition, though. And one of and the... And McCoy with the reach. <laughs> Pull a muscle. And wow, y'all niggas couldn't just let me have that. I thought that was a really good one. <laughs> I um, thought it was good. So in hip hop, we have seen many, many competitors, many people spar with each other, from um, LL Cool J and Cannabis to Eminem and Ja Rule slash Fifty Cent and Ja Rule. Wu-Tang Clan versus the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, that never happened, but yes. That Dr. Would be Phil happened. versus J.J. Icefish. Easy <laughs> e versus the rest of the members who left NWA. Tupac Easy versus Biggie. Versus the first coronavirus. Okay. <laughs> Me versus Jeff Bezos and his trillion dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's a competition, all right. Right, exactly. One in which I lose. But... One thing we can say about hip hop and these sparring matches, one was never greater than that of Jay Z versus Nas. <laughs> so, today in music, we're going to talk about 
the battle for the king of New York. Are you guys ready? Yes. I said, are you ready? Yes. I feel like nobody's actually ready. Yep. Okay, cool. So, <clears throat> this all started in the 90s. We're going to take it back to 96. I'm, I'm first going to give you guys a run. I'm going to give you guys a rundown of uh, the history of Jay-Z and Nas. Kind of fucking with each other. And then we're going to break it down to specs and numbers. And you guys can tell me who you think the king of New York is. So. Oh, sweet. You said what? So you're so you're it's not like you're going to fight for one side or the other side. You're going to give X amount of facts about both people and then we're going to decide based on those facts who should be the king of New York. Yes, sir. Oh man, this is like a courtroom setting type deal. Damn, this is dope. Go ahead on uh FBI Mike. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's take us back to the 90s, fellas. Take it back now, y'all. So, as you know, Nas dropped one of the most crit- critically acclaimed albums of all time in rap with Illmatic in 1994, April of 94. Now, I want to I start this by saying this. Nas's buzz was amazing at that time. And Nas did one of the first things. He changed the rap in the sense of he had Q-Tip, Large Professor, Pete Rock, um, uh, who else, and uh, DJ Premier. Those are, at the time... On the East Coast, those are four of the biggest producers. All in the studio at the same time. Not not every day, obviously, but they were in the studio at once. Every day. Working <laughs> on Nas's album, Illmatic. That's like putting Timbaland, Swiss Beats, Kanye West, and fucking Pharrell. Now you know who's done that in the future after this? Jay-Z. But we're, gonna, we're not going to get to that right now. Nas was, Nas was the first person to to usually it was like one producer and one and 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 he would work on the entire album. Nas changed it because his buzz was so big. Like motherfuckers like knew he was coming. Illmatic drops, it only it only goes gold. Because at the time, it's just like West Coast. It's like 94. It's like all Dre, Snoop, like motherfuckers from the East it was kind of like falling off. And Nas was supposed to be that one that was gonna bring it back. And he didn't. Funny, Biggie ended up doing it. And Biggie ended up being crowned, like, for better or worse, the king of New York. He had hits with Juicy and 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 uh, One More Chance and all that shit off Ready to Die, which came out also in 94. So Biggie was given the title. Nas, record label, still wanted him, but it just he was supposed to come out the gate and sell more than, you know, half a mil. Fast forward to 96. Jay-Z releases Reasonable Doubt. Now, on Reasonable Doubt, he has a song called uh, Dead Presidents. Dead Presidents samples Illmatic. Now, I want to, before we even go get to the, into this part, fellas, I would like to say this. Illmatic has been so well reviewed. It was one of the earliest five mics from the source. If not, I have to. I, don't quote me on this, but I believe it might have been the first five mics the source ever gave. Think about that. I've read reviews of, on this album where they said if the world ended tomorrow and archaeologists or whatever, 100 years, 200 years from now, 1,000 years from now, they were to dig up. Illmatic, they could rebuild the entire genre of hip-hop with that one album. That's a thing. That's something epic to say about an album. Okay? So, 
Illmatic comes out. It's an amazing album. We love it. The people love it. But it just doesn't sell well. But the streets know. Like, if you are a rapper's rapper, you know that that's the shit. Fast forward to 96. Jay-Z is, uh, drops his debut, Reasonable Doubt. He has a song on there called Death, Dead Presidents. It samples who's, uh, or The World Is Yours from Illmatic. Whose world is, is this? The world is yours. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Whose world? Exactly. In uh, that song, he says, I'm out for dead presidents to represent me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm out for presidents to represent me. Say what? I'm out for dead presidents to represent me. Whose world? Jay-Z samples that. I'm out for presidents to represent me. No, 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 no. I'm out for presidents to represent me. So he samples that. Nas was actually supposed to come in um, for that and, and another track or whatever, but Nas never made it to the to the studio. Nas, you know, didn't come. They won't say that that's why Nas fell slighted or Jay fell slighted, but that is the beginning. Um, so they ended up sampling it. Nas dropped his that year his second album. It was written. Which goes double platinum off the strength of If I Rule the World with him and Lauryn Hill. Mind you, Jay-Z's first album didn't really do numbers. Reasonable Doubt kind of fared the same way that Illmatic fared. These are two albums that we consider to be... They were overshadowed because of like Biggie taking the spotlight or West Coast? Not even... Yes and no. The West Coast was just running things. So it wasn't necessarily Biggie taking over, but they were... Yeah, you know what? I'll say overshadowed. I'll say because there was so much else going on. I mean, 96, Pac dropped, Pac signed to Death Row and dropped um his, the first rap double album on All Eyes on Me 96. And he died that year. <laughs> and still dropped another album, which was uh, Machiavelli. Or not. Oh, not number, number four albums. <clears throat> right. So, that, so, Reasonable Doubt drops it. It has the same type of effect as Illmatic. Motherfuckers know it's cold, but. It didn't sell what it's supposed to sell. On the flip side, you got Nas. Boom, he's selling. Finally. Now, they say that there are some shots being thrown. And Nas did confirm that on the song. Um, on the song, the message, he says, Lex with TV sets the minimum. Um, anybody who knew, knew Jay-Z at the time, he was always talking about driving Lexuses. Now, Nas did eventually confirm that I saw Jay-Z driving a Lexus with TVs in it, and I got rid of my Lexus at that point and was looking for the next best thing. It wasn't a shot at Jay. I was just saying that, that you that's the minimum you got to have now. It's not a shot at him, but he inspired the line. Um, so because of what was going on in rap at the time, East Coast, West Coast, and just New York needing to be back at the top. You had Biggie was doing numbers, but everybody's kind of fighting or clawing to kind of help position the East Coast to get you know back where it should be. Nas was always assumed before Jay, because Jay had been around under you know Big Daddy Kang and Jazz O, but before Jay. Nas was always assumed that if it wasn't going to be big, it was going to be Nas as the king of New York. So, in 97, on Rap Game, Crack Game, Jay-Z again sampled Nas's uh, voice. 
So we jumped to the next year, 97, and uh, Life and Times of uh, Sean Carter, Volume 1. Rap Gang, Crack Gang, he samples Nas again. Now, what also happens that year, Biggie dies. Mind you, we lose Pac in 96, Biggie dies. So now, the throne is open. You got Method Man, you got Buster, you got all these rappers, but motherfuckers know it's going to be one of two people. Everybody kind of know, and most people are thinking it's going to be Nas. Nas starts to fall back a little bit um, after the death of uh, Big and Pop. He falls back a little bit, and he doesn't... Um, also, in 96, he dropped the Firm album, which was him and Dr. Dre and uh, Foxy Brown and AZ and um, Nature. So, the Firm was... a. Uh, Bunch of the, the the four of them, all New York rappers, went over to Dre, and it was one of the first things that came out on Aftermath. For those of you who don't know, um, that only went platinum, peaked at number one. But here's the thing, Nas was always expected to sell more. That went platinum, but you had him, you had Foxy Brown who was bubbling like crazy at the time, you had uh, A Z who was another well-respected rapper, um, from New York, from Queens and shit it was. On Nas' Illmatic and on It Was Written. That was like his homie. And you had Nature. Who's another Queensbridge rapper. They were expected to do massive numbers. Didn't do that. People always expected more of Nas. So, it gets to 97. Nas is starting to fall back. Because people are like... People at the time say It Was Written was not as good as Illmatic. When you do something as big as Illmatic... It's going to be hard to live up to that afterwards, you know? Now, It Was Written is one of my favorite personal Nas albums. It's like, it's top two to me. That and then um, the Untitled album, a.k.a. the Nigger album. Mm. But people just said musically at the time it didn't, it didn't live up to Illmatic. Then he had I Am, which dropped mm. in... Um, I believe it was 99, and also Nostradamus. That was supposed to be a double album. I Am Nostradamus, I believe. And he ended up separating them. Both of those albums got lackluster reviews, and he came out with the Hate Me Now. He was dressed, he was doing the shiny suit shit, like Puffy was. He had Puffy in the video. He had like, the Hate Me Now shit was like mad, bad boy-esque. People just kept saying... Like, people just kept saying he was falling off. People just kept saying, like, you're never going to do another Illmatic. Also, at this time, his mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. And anybody who knows Nas, or the history of Nas, knows that he is um, basically a mama's boy. He was, like, he was really in love with his mom. His dad, uh, Oludara, who was a famous jazz musician, um, left the home when he was 13. Left him in Queensbridge because he was, you know, he was a musician and he was, you know, cheating and doing shit on his mom. And so she was like, nah, you got to go, bro. So kicked him out and, you know, he couldn't really stay home anyways because he was tra always traveling. So his mom was like his person. She used to give him money to go to the studio. Like his mom was like his, like, biggest fan. Um, In the late, you know, 90s, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. She didn't really tell anybody. 
that really fucked with Nas. So he kind of backed up. Now, in the midst of dropping I Am and Nostradamus, um, there was always said that there was like a little unspoken feud between him and Jay-Z slash Rockefeller. So like Memphis Bleak had some songs where he was like, um, he said some shit like, um, my whole team rock rocks, we don't speak to cats. I'm a ball till I fall, what you think of that? Now, that don't say, sound like it's coming at Nas, but that was off his album, Coming of Age, um, on the song Memphis Bleak Is, which is always been notably said to be similar to Nas is Like. Nas has a, a track where he like talking and shit and it's called like Nas is Like, produced by DJ um, Premier. And they just thought Memphis Bleak Is is like, you know, a rip off of that. So with that being the song that he said that on, Nas said on Nostradamus, um... Um, on what you, what you think of that? He said, "I need an encore, y'all. You should walk on me back. You want a ball till you fall. I can help you with that. Like, it's not like they were blatantly. Okay, so that was that seemed like more of a jab than Memphis Bleak. Like right? Memphis Bleak sounded like he was just talking shit or whatever, yeah. and Nas just came out of nowhere with a sucker punch. Right. It, it looks like Memphis. So already. So, Oz, you're losing. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Wow. Now, the reason, the reason being is that they said like Memphis Bleak is Nas is like, like they said he was trying to like jack his style on the on the on the song on the record. Yeah, well, but, the highest form of flattery is imitation. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. And Nas is smart as fuck, so he should have known that. So Nas, negative one point. Damn, negative one negative, point. Negative, he went down a point. Damn. All right. Um. So. From there, it kind of picks up a little bit. Memphis Bleak, uh, on one of his records called uh, My Mind Right, he actually talks, references Nas' second album. It was written. He said, your lifestyle's written, so who you supposed to be? Play your position. Um, and then he also goes on to say, it's beef, it's beef, I'm going to see you, and bang till you hang up. Your life a lie, but here's the truth. You ain't hyped to die. But you hyped to shoot. So, again, we don't have anything direct outside of that. Your lifestyle is written. Any rappers have said that about, like, um, Pac said that about Nas. He said, um, your lifestyle is, uh, um, what did he say? He was like, um, damn, okay. It was a, a bomb first off of um, the Machiavelli Don Caluminati album. The seven day, really, that album's called Seven Day Theory. It's not called any of the other shit. Seven Day Theory, um, but that's kind of ties into what Pac said. So you can see, you can see he's kind of pulling from that Nas diss from Pac, um, with the with those um, your lifestyle is written, you know. So he's supposed to be line. So at this point, it's really little shit. It's not even really Jay Z and Nas. It's Jay Z's henchmen. It's Jay Z's. You know, if you know Memphis Bleed, you know these. Yeah, it's Nas versus Memphis Bleak. Right. Okay. So, on that, so after that, things really don't, things really don't pick up until Summer Jam. Summer Jam 2001. Okay. You know, 
Nas ain't dropped the album since 99. All these little jazz, little shots been happening in 99, you know, um, in 2000 and shit. Summer Jam, 2001 is where it picks up. Jay-Z, okay, performs a freestyle, which will become the song Takeover. In this freestyle, he talks, he's basically just a prodigy. And at the end, because he didn't have that last verse, which becomes a verse about Nas on his album. In the end, he says, Nas don't, um, basically he says, Nas don't want it with Hov. No. Basically, and unless there's something you want to add, <laughs> am I saying it wrong? I'm like paraphrasing. No, that's what he said. That was the, Yo, uh, yeah, the, the no. Bar. Okay, okay. Nas don't want it with Hove. No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, I, I forgot what that is. Now, Nas real slightly responded to Bleak and Jay with a little freestyle called Stillmatic. This is before his album dropped. Um, where he disses... Uh, Pretty much all the Rockefeller. He's like, rip the freeway, shoot through Memphis with money bags, stop in Philly, order cheesesteak, and eat beans fast, then go directly to Hove asking, um, like being is he single? H to the, yeah, is he H to the Izzo, M to the Izzo? Like, so. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Tag off. Right. So eventually, <laughs> eventually, Jay Z drops. The rest of Takeover, which comes out on his Blueprint album, September 11th, 2001. Yes, that day. Um, which is really interesting. I always thought that was interesting because he still did numbers. And he was in New York, New York rapper. But anyway, September 11th, 2001, Jay-Z drops um, Blueprint. And it has the Takeover on it with the finished verse where he is going at Nas. And basically, he's questioning his street cred. He talks. He basically breaks it down. Says he has one hot album every ten years average. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And then I mean, and if you were you know an avid rap fan in the nineties, everybody was like Nas's first album was just so amazing that anything he was doing after that was just like Ugh. you know what I'm saying. And like, and you can only really appreciate a lot of that shit in hindsight. But um, so he comes at him with Takeover. Now the beef is, beef is full. And on there he said, yeah, I used your voice. You was using it wrong. Yeah, you made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. It's a hot song. <laughs> yeah, like, he, yeah, he, he did the math, too. Like, like I think in the record he really did, like, the math where he started breaking it down. He like, said some shit like, the mother just was, eh. Like, he, Jay-Z really was calculated yeah. in how he delivered that. The first that. one was hot. The second one was Illmatic. Third, every, or then uh, three years later. Yeah. But that's, that's what I was going to admit to say, too, though. Nas was, with him being so, like, smart, too, is, like, he does a lot of songs where, like, he does math or, um, like, spells things or even, like, the backwards, uh, like, the the bullet out of a gun or yeah, that's one my, of my day backwards. Yeah, I gave or, you power. Um, or a song about a, him as a fetus. I think Nas, I hate when Nas do math in records because in one mic, he was, like, Talking about 33 winning to him and winning to you or some shit with the bullets. Nobody knows what that fuck, what he's fucking trying to say there. Like, that's one of those. That's 33 millimeters. That's, 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 but listen, we get, I get that part, 
But like when he was trying to break down, he didn't really say no. He didn't really kick no like science, bro. Like that was one of the times I was like, you could have kept this shit because he didn't. It just was like, and Jay Z trying to kick knowledge. Yeah, Jay Z. Jay Z. Jay Z said that like, are you trying to kick knowledge? He like asked me if I'm trying to kick knowledge. Where he um speaks about that on Ether because motherfucker was like, what the fuck was that, bro? You didn't say no tight ass shit, bro. Like, but here, but here's the thing though. Here's the thing. Now the beat. Now the beef is full flesh on. Like it got New York on their toes, bro. Mind you, Biggie's out of Biggie's gone. You know, Biggie's gone. Like the 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 throne for the king of New York is up. And like really motherfuckers wanna know what's brack. Like motherfuckers wanna know who's gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? So So right now I'd say score is one Jay-Z, negative one Nas. Because Jay-Z actually <laughs> he said some tight shit on the the takeover. Yeah. And Nas hasn't done anything but try to teach us what it feels like to get hit with a thirty three or something like that. So <laughs> Nas negative one. Well, he was making reference to the age of Jesus. The age of Jesus, the first yeah. Part of that the, yes, yes, uh, it was. Because that's how old he yeah. was when he died. It right? was, but Russell, yes. I, it, it yeah. was. We, I get that. No, I get, I get what he's trying to say, but like Jay said, <laughs> you made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. Like right. you had maybe one line in it that was like. Okay, right. I get it. Right. But the rest yeah. of that was like, okay, this is algebra, G. What you talking about? Right. So, <laughs> exactly. All right. So now, fast forward saying to the that they're corny. When I'm like, no, they're smart. Whatever. Or trying to do good. Trying to do good. Um, well, you know, like Joiner or yeah, stuff. yeah, Will Smith. Everybody calls mm-hmm. corny, but he does have actual bars. Yo, I was right. just real quick. Is it corny to not have guns or tattoos? Or just, just real quick Curse. side note. Real quick <laughs> side note. I um was listening to um Home Base, which is the album that has a uh, summertime on it. William and Jazzy Jeff mm-hmm. from '91. First of all, Will Smith does cuss in his records. He has a song called um You Saw My Blinker. He has a song called You Saw My Blinker, and on there is him telling the story about like him getting into an accident. Um after a long day or whatever, and having to go to court about it. And every before, the last bar of every verse is, you saw my blinker, bitch. So, yeah, it's it's actually, it's, really, it's, it's pretty fucking hilarious. I was looking at this last night. Yeah, yeah. I'll send it to you guys. I'll even post it in the group. It's, just, it's fucking funny because Will Smith don't cuss in his records, quote unquote. He always says that, but this is 91 on the album with Summertime on it. And he's talking to this like lady in the record, and he's like, "You saw my blinker." But he said, "Mad too." Like, "You saw my blinker, bitch." Like, I'm like, oh, <laughs> "You saw it. his do blinker we, switch." Do we know it's him? Do we, do we know it's him? Yeah, it could be a second person from the grassy knoll. <laughs> Stop putting dirt on. Yeah, dude. I even went. Man. I even went. Leave listen, Brittany alone. I even went to an Apple Music. You can go to the lyrics. I even went to the lyrics to double check. I'm like, this nigga did not say bitch. He said switch. He said lich. Lich ain't even a word. He said it though. Like Mitch. Right. Mitch. Right, exactly. You saw my blink. And then just like the song starts like zerking out and shit. Anywho. Anywho, that's neither here nor there. Um fast forward in two thousand one. Past um the release of past the release of um the blueprint and we get to we get to we get to the release of Stillmatic which has the song Ether on it Ether drops 
This is Nas. Ether drops and he basically responds to everything that Jay-Z has been saying about him for the last few years. This record drops and it puts New York Dude, right off the bat. Right, exactly. Fuck Jay-Z. Like what? Which was which was funny because because Memphis Bleak was able to use some shit that not that Pac had said about Nas. And that fuck Jay-Z, that's a that's a sample from of uh Tupac's voice from um one of his records where he said fuck Jay-Z because he hated everybody on the East Coast at a point. But Ether comes out and flips the rap game on its head, man. It really comes out and it's like one of the best records, disc records to ever happen. To this to this day, it changed the game because to this day, when you talk about a rapper getting dissed, there's not a verb for it. Ethered. You've been ethered. I'm ethering a motherfucker. I'm about to ether a nigga on this record. Comes from this. He talks about Jay-Z's looks jay z's uh integrity you know yeah he (laughs) says dude he says um got dick sucking lips in 88 (laughs) you was getting chased to your building calling my crib and i ain't even give you my number give you my numbers all i did was give you a style for you to run with smiling in my face glad to break bread with the god dude like everything he was on in this record was like so ferocious. Like people didn't DJ Premier, who had long been producing for Nas, produced some of Nas' greatest hits. And Eminem murdered you on your own shit. <laughs> DJ Premier was like, I didn't think he came to Nas and said it. He was like, bro, you know, I just take over the shit. He was like, I don't know if you can do. I don't know if you could do this, man. He was like, you gonna have to. He told him like, you gonna have to go back to the old Nas. Still, Magic drops becomes the number one record, has Ether on it, and puts Nas back where it's another five mic album, and it puts Nas back where he once was. Also, people automatically started saying Nas won. People kept playing Takeover. And either back to back at the radio stations at Hot 97 and uh, 105. And they would do surveys and shit. And one survey, most of them came with Nas on top. Like most people in rap say that that record automatically put Nas at top, automatically made, meant Nas won. So now. I know you want to say he had a negative one or you put him at a zero TS. Yeah, but he's officially a zero. But <laughs> that's that disc record really it allowed Nas to not get ran over. It allowed Nas to not automatically be thrown out of the conversation for King of New York. Maybe he gets two points for that because not only did he drop a dope ass disc, so that would have put him at zero, but it was so cold that like you said. They don't have any words for somebody getting dissed in rap. You ether people. Yep. That's because of Nas. So, okay, he's tied at Jay-Z. And so he's got one, four. And I like, I like, <laughs> I like the fact that Nas said he was told when he was young that ether um is a 
it's so potent that it can fuck with spirits. And he said the reason I called it ether and that wanted to ether him is because I wanted to go straight to his soul. Like not, like this was a calculated. This is a calculated. This record, it was very thought out. Like it was very like, no, I got some shit to say and I got to say this shit. And it has to be, it has to come off like this, it has to be said like this, so that way y'all can know I'm not fucking around with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, this wasn't just no, like, I'm mad and I'm finna go in the, in the booth. This was thought out. This was like, okay, you niggas think it's chess, not checkers, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was on some shit like that. So now. Yeah, that plays like 3D Chinese checkers. That's what that was. That's what Ether was, man. And so. <laughs> he called, in that song, he called Jay Z a misogynistic. Uh, a misogynist. Um, he called him. Um, use all kinds of like homophobic, like homophobic slurs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he also mentioned, you know, Eminem killing him, and not. And he said he stole stole shit from. Uh, he said, "How much of Biggie's rhymes is gonna come out your fat lips?" Which uh, mm-hmm. there are there are a lot of them that do. Um, yeah. So this was a return to glory for Nas. You know, I when I remember when I was that week that I was listening to like all Jay's discography, and there's a lot of songs throughout his discography that he recycles the same lines. Yes, of or, his, or I don't know about of his, but I definitely know of he be taking a lot of shit from other people, like definitely using a lot yeah, of other people. But I mean, yeah. part of that in rap though is like, is it like to pay homage? You know what I'm saying? Like, like to think but like he say some. Why shit. are you gonna still use the same line more than once though? Oh, see that I wouldn't. That I wouldn't know. But if if I hate when people do that, like if you said it once, don't say it again. If you right. said it once, don't say it again. Unless you're doing part two of a song, don't say that shit. No, again. still don't. It's used up unless it's a chorus. But so. Um, like, but you still listen to the song, and you still go through the song, and you still rock the song. I think they did very well on recycled bars, but that's just me. <laughs> um, and so after getting hit with that ether, Jay Z <laughs> did come back with the song "Super Ugly," which which he rhymes in the beginning over Nas's "Got Yourself a Gun," uh, which is also on Stillmatic and one of the singles. And uh, Dr. Dre's Bad Intentions, which was on the The Wash soundtrack. So in this song, Jay-Z is just like, he does this uh, live on the radio, I believe. Or debut, he's at the radio when it debuts or whatever. Um, but where Super Ugly gets super ugly is when he's referencing Nas's girlfriend slash baby mama, Carmen Bryan. So Nas was with Carmen like throughout the nineties. She was, you know, by his side most of the time. You know, um, has his daughter by her daughter Destiny. Jay Z, when the, when the beat switches up to Bad Intentions, he talks about fucking and cheating with Carmen. Let me see you get. I left the condom next to your baby seat. Yeah, yeah. He said, he said, he said, I left, he, left, he said, I left condoms on your baby seat. He was like, Nas was calling Carmen. I was fucking her throat. It gets really crazy to the point where Jay-Z's mom hears this and tells him to apologize. And he does call <laughs> the radio station and apologizes. What is that? Is that one negative point for Jay, T.S.? Negative point for Jay. 
I wouldn't say that. If your mom had to call him, yo, like, mom, yo, please don't that, say that. that. I think that's a dope record. Yeah, yo. yeah, yeah. I mean, he coming but for your he head. Actually, he did. He like he followed through and he he actually uh, called and apologized. Why? He should have just stayed forward. I know we wrapped this, but my mom told me to say I'm sorry. Right. Oh, yeah. Listen, I like listen. The shoes. Every I like the every gangster, every cholo, every mm. mafia cat always pays respect to their mom. Yeah, for sure. Plain and simple. For sure. The most hardcore criminal gangsters. Always patriot. If your mom say this, that's what go. You lucky you still alive because my mom said so. Right. Like that's that's the bars. Thing. Bars. Um, <laughs> All right. Still so, tied then on the one. But 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 that um, you know after that negative point five. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so one to one to point five. Um. So. You know, after that, they kind of like they throw they throw little disses here and there, like Blueprint Two. Um, Jay has a song where he says, "My mama can't save you this time, niggas. It's history." Um, Nas has other songs off, like uh, I think this is off God's on Last Real Nigga Alive, and he says um, he compares the beef between him and Jay to like Scarface, like the movie, and suggests that Hov is nothing more than a footnote in the history of hip hop. Speaking but basically, footnotes, I think you might have to do a part two, homie. Because I don't know if we're going to be able to get through the whole uh, spiel. Well, hold on. Hold on. Because actually, I only got like three minutes left. That is that is the beef. <laughs> that, is the, that is the musical beef. That is the musical <laughs> beef for the King of New York. And what happens after that is Nas ends up signing. Jay-Z ends up retiring in 03. Becomes president of Def Jam. Nas ends up signing the Def Jam in 05 and dropping... Um, and dropping Hip Hop Is Dead in 06 on Def Jam. And also, my favorite album, uh, the Nigger album in 08, and then his critically acclaimed album, um, Life Is Good, in 2012 on Def Jam. Also his last uh, few albums. He's still signed to Def Jam. Okay, so that that's the musical beef. Real quick, I just want to bring some numbers into this. It'll take me two minutes, and then y'all can vote, or we can just have the people, you know, Hop on the on the on the site or hop on the, our pages and tell us. Okay. Hits. We're talking numbers. Jay Z hits. We're gonna start with Jay Z. I just got more. Actually, okay, wait. Let's start with Nas. Nas hits. Nas has no number. No, Nas never had a number one hit record. Like the number one record, he has two top ten hits and he has twenty three charted. Songs that charted on um, Bill um, Billboard Hot 100. He has he had, uh, charted songs. He has 23 total songs that were sold enough to actually chart on the top 100. Okay. Okay. And he has two of those are top 10 hits. He has six number one albums, like six albums that peaked at number one, 13 top 10 albums, and 18 bodies of work or albums that charted. In the Billboard Top 200 albums list. What was the last one? 18 charted total albums that charted on the albums um, Billboard charts. His net worth is 70 million. Okay. Jay Z. Four number one records, three as a feature and one as a lead artist. His his lead artist one was uh, Empire. Um, State of Mind, which also is a reference to Nas' New York State of Mind record. So, <laughs> Jay Z, that's the one where he's a lead artist. That's him and uh, um, 
Alicia Keys in New York. But he has uh, three number ones as a feature. He has one with uh, Mariah Carey. Uh, he has one with uh, Beyonce. And another one, which I can't remember what song or who's it with, but he has 21 top 10 hits and 100 charted songs. Damn. He has 14. Mind you, he has more albums than now, but he has 14 number one albums, 16 top 10 albums, and 23 total albums that have charted. His net worth is $1 billion. So, with that being said, that's the history of the King of New York beef between those two. Well, you said the last shot was um, Empire State of Mind? Yeah, that was it wasn't a shot, but it was like that was his um his number one Jay-Z's only number one record as as the lead artist. And it's called I Empire. He, said it, uh, he had a reference to Nas. Because that. he the the song itself is titled Empire State of Mind. That is a direct reference to Nas's song like New King. York New York State of Mind off of Illmatic. I'm just yeah. saying that Jay-Z can, has continued to even when they're not dissing or beefing, JC has continued to make it's records. It's like a subtle slap. Not even a subtle slap, but he's just, even if it's paying homage, he's always referenced Nas in his music. Like he's, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like he's getting something yeah. from Nas. Well, I think you did a really good job with your notes and studying for this and preparing. Um, and it was really unbiased until I feel like the very end. Then you're like, "Well, Jay Z's got a lot more hits and top albums than this." And and <laughs> okay, my final, my final thing, my final thing that I'm gonna say. Well, first, since we're here, who do you guys think, Cody? Who would you say is the king of New York? Um, I'll try to be quick. I just think that, I mean, they're both great. Nas, I love his intellectual, I don't know, you know, lyrical side. But they both have good flow and they're both smart. Um, but I'm gonna go a little more J, J. but it's tough, close. Yep. Uh, Russ. Um, I, I think I didn't want to go second. Um, Wait. <laughs> okay. TS. <laughs> TS. The second. Right. Yeah. The second, please. Uh, oh, hands down, Jay Z. For <laughs> hands multiple down. reasons. Um, one. I think the biggest reason, if you just look at the numbers, yep. Jay-Z has done way better than Nas has. It seems like the uh, fortune, not the fortune, the fame of Nas all hangs on the fact that Illmatic was so dope. Or, um, yeah, that was the one that everybody said that he couldn't do any better than, yeah. right? Yeah, that was the first, yep, first yep. album, that's the one. Yep. Illmatic was so dope. That's what... Uh, pushed Nas to the forefront, and then after that, he couldn't, he didn't do anything else that could be as good. Like, it, yeah, he was load all on the first album, and then after that, it, that it was a wrap. Whereas Jay Z, he's had some bad albums, but he's had some dope ass albums come out after that. He's worked with a lot of dope ass producers. He's still in the game doing his thing. Like, yeah, he worked more. I mean, numbers also- hands down. The boys. And he's still he's still making music. Nas dropped an album a couple years ago, and it was trash, trash. Which is which I, I hate that I'm gonna go back and listen to this, listen to that again today. But I hate that we don't reference that because that's a dream album. It's all produced by Kanye West. 
and Nas on it. Like, that's, we waited our whole lives for that, and nobody. I feel like it was an asterisk album. Yeah. Because yep. that was the the month and a half that Kanye was yep. like, I need to produce five albums, and I need them to all be eligible to nominate for a Grammy. And, like, I need them to be only seven tracks. Like, that shit was so, that really should have been a bigger event than it was. And then funny, because the file, like, within that same week, Jay-Z and Beyonce dropped Everything is Love is the Carter. And that overshadowed the album as well. Yeah, but because Jay is the king of New York. As long as it ain't Biggie. And Russell. <laughs> um, I think this was a, a very convoluted and loaded question. Um, <laughs> as far as who the king of New York is... Um, a lot you of said aspects. You said, no, wait, wait, you said who? MF, MF Doom? MF Doom. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. I'm sticking niggas with giving. I'm kidding. Him. I'm kidding. Okay, good. I'm kidding. <laughs> Cannabis. Um, like, he's from Jersey. Like, he's from no, Jersey. Um, no, it's funny because it's funny a lot of people would give it to MF, which is funny to me because he wasn't born here, but he was raised here. Um, so that's just funny to me in a, in a, just all around. Right. But as far as like Jay-Z and Nas, um, as far as the criteria for what I consider the king of New York, I honestly wouldn't give it to either one of them. Um, Ooh, okay, okay. Um, I really don't think Big was the king of New York either, but... Let's go. I think he was, you know, he was gunned down before we could really see what he could do. Yeah, um, that's not true. To see if he really had, yeah, if he really had that um, that Frank White um, capabilities that he always claimed he had. Yeah. Um, and if we're going from that, from that legacy down to Jay-Z versus Nas, um, I think it comes down to more of a fear aspect. When you think of the king of New York, you think of somebody who can control New York, basically, and control that, um, what we think of that empire um, as a, a, a foundation for hip-hop. Yeah. Um, yeah. As you said before, like the West was killing it for a long time, but with big bringing recognition back to the East Coast, we kind of have to give it to him because it's a consolation prize. Um, yeah. As far as numbers, of course, I'd have to give it to Jay-Z because he just has that that catalog. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lyrically, it's a toss-up between the two because they both have their great moments. They both have the terrible moments. Um, if we're talking just like recently, then yeah, I, I definitely have to give it to Jay because he does have the, the more padded catalog. And more consistent, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man. I am... Um... Growing up, I've always been more of a Nas fan. And when we have this debate, I've always said Nas. Um, the last few years, though, I've started to like look at, you know, every year since I've been 18, I've listened to more and more Jay-Z. And I often find that he's just a really good lyricist. I don't, I, I feel like Jay-Z could easily be called the king of New York um, because of the numbers game. Um, so... This is a Nas fan saying this. I, I prefer Nas to Jay-Z, but Jay-Z probably is the king of New York by very calculated and him coming in and slapping Nas around at the right time because him slapping Nas around put him in the argument to even be king of New York because motherfuckers wasn't looking at Jay like he that nigga, but him pushing Nas around was like, oh, shit. That nigga Jay is damn near okay. Like we liked his music Everybody and shit. Everybody was rooting for Nas, right? And this little snot nosed nigga off the corner comes and knocks Nas off his yeah. balance and right. throws him off his pillet. 
pivot right. and consistently and stays in the game and right. continually grows within the game, where has Nas been? Why isn't Nas a billionaire? Well, Nas just started yeah. really... Nas was low-key brokered in this until the, like, the last two years he started doing like this investment firm shit where he would like, you know... Put his like money, invest his money in like a whole bunch of little like small. Habish, Habish, right here, and like Nas, <laughs> and Nas. Habish, well, Habish, I mean, Nas, you know, and here. And then on the you know even on the business side because you know that's part. I think that's part of the, the whole enterprise and Empire State um, state of mind. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I think Jay Z still has a leg up there. If Nas had the um, the foresight and the uh, I guess the propensity to invest and to really like build up things around his music i think we'd have a, a viable argument that yeah he could be the king of new york yeah um yeah. because there's yeah, other but, things that yeah. he had involved because he has the king side of like protecting my hood type of thing yeah whereas sure. jay-z's like i have control type of thing so i mean it depends on what you what your criteria is for the king of new york yeah and i think that's that's the bigger argument because if we're talking about if we're talking about music, I just think if we're talking about the essence of hip hop, Nas kind of embodies that a little bit more than Jay to me. Not to say that he's more hip hop, you know, like more deserving of the title because of only that. But I always felt like he his was more and his music was more laced in the struggle. You know, it was almost like conscious commercial rap, like how exactly how Kendrick is. Kendrick is conscious commercial rap. You know what I'm saying? Kendrick is a West Coast, our generation West Coast Nas. People people will often say that. They'll often compare them, you know. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I think all in all, um, I think Jay-Z is more of the king of New York. And, um, but Nas is, you know, really dope, though. And my favorite. So, people, fans of this pod and of Jay-Z and of Nas... Hit us up. We're going to post this. Who do you think the King of New York is? And um, I won't post it because I'm not on social media, but hopefully my uh, bandmates will look at that. So you get go. it tomorrow. Look at it. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, who do y'all think is the King of New York? How is this? Let us know. And now it's time for Russell Prosity. <laughs> All right. That's been episode 66. What, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. That was a little <laughs> long-winded. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, I don't really have much to, to speak about. There's just been a, a um, just one trend kind of going through um, social media, the media, listening to a couple of cats that I normally listen to as far as podcasts um, have been preached. And a lot of the things that they've been talking about has been, you know, of course, um, regarding... Um, um, Arbery, um, who was gunned down, um, and the whole situation regarding that. Um, okay, and yeah. then, of course, um, uh, manipulation, because um, that seems to be the two big things that are really trending right now. Um, so, um, manipulation on both sides, so both sexes. Um, it's it, it said that uh, men manipulate and use love to get sex and women <laughs> manipulate use sex to get money. Um, first thing, as far as like the whole Arbery incident, um, 
uh, I can't even call it an incident because it, it really was um, an assassination, basically. Yep. Um, yep. The thing about it is we, we always jump to conclusions. No matter what the story is, no matter what's going on, it's immediately black versus white. And in most cases, unfortunately, that's how it is. But, you know, every time we do that, there's always some new evidence that comes out. Um, remember the case with, um, um, what's, what's the boy name? Uh, is it Jesse? Jesse? Uh, Smollett? Smollett? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, where the world was kind of condemning black people because it was like, you know, you don't have his back and you're um, 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 homophobic and you're this and you're that, where it was like, and we just wait until we know what's actually evidence or what's actually fact. Right. Before we make our, our judgment. This because oh. when Jesse Smoulier came out and said all that stuff, it was uh, too... Is it, is it really Smoulier? No, that's how Dave Chappelle pronounced it, and that's how it is from oh, okay. now. <laughs> I but, got it. Uh, cool. Juicy Smoulier. <laughs> uh, he had two big ass dudes from Africa or whatever that supposedly roughed him up, and they were wearing maggot hats. Like out of all the people that anybody would have suspected to do a maga hate race crime or whatever, I doubt it would be two big black bodybuilders from Africa. Mm-hmm. He could have chose any white people to do this, mm-hmm. and it would have been a little bit more uh, believable. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. Yeah. So. No, niggas was not riding with Juicy. It, it just wasn't going to happen, dog. Like, you capping, dog. Big capping on that. <laughs> but that's so I, know, I just like, really want... Mega like, like, he lying. You know what I'm saying? I just um, really I'm, want, like, a news anchor to interview Russell. So anytime they ask him a question, I'm just like, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, what if it came back being all true? And then everybody would be like, oh, well, you know. And then there'd be... Because everybody took a hard stance right away, you you have a a, a better, I guess, um, more of a percentage to be wrong than you are right without considering all the facts. Um, without having all the facts in view, you really make a, a fool of yourself when you assume. Um, mm-hmm. And so with this whole um, um, Arbery killing, um, you know they, they, you know they're trying to bring out all this other stuff, and it's just this. There's uh, facts upon facts that are being um, either discredited or brought to light to change the narrative. But the fact still remains that the people who killed um, Aubrey are still in the wrong, plain and simple. Yeah. Um, there was no need for excessive force there, um, and they killed somebody. Um, the thing is, you know, they tried to bring up the whole trespassing thing. Um, um, there was no evidence of him stealing anything. Um, the videos that they brought out only point more blame to, um, but the last name Smiths, I think, um, the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, attackers in this case, yep. because I know no business, um, approached them in the first place. There was no reason, no just cause or anything for them to approach him. But of course you got people coming saying, no, they were defending their neighborhood and da, 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 da. But, until we have factual information that he was um, attempting to do anything illegal um, as far as uh, being, being in the severity of a felony, they had no right to approach him, period. Right. Um, also approaching him with shotguns. Like, seriously, um, anybody is going to be 
fear for their life, and it's going to be a fight or flight a response that they have to someone approaching you with a drawn weapon. Um, especially with race relations um, being as tumultuous as they are right now, there's there's no reason I would stick around to be like, oh no, he got a shotgun. Let me see what this guy wants. Right. Yeah. Man, I okay. So my biggest issue with that, even beyond you know who's in the right and the wrong, which we clearly know it was them, but my biggest issue with this is. Just the amount of time, just the amount of time that has passed since he was actually killed. He was killed February 23rd. And the fact that we didn't find out until about three weeks ago or a month ago, that really, like, is scary, man. It's scary to think that we live in a world where a motherfucker can just kill us and it gets literally swept under the rug. They told his mom he was a part of a burglary, which is why he was, you know, like his mom would have thought, like, would have died thinking her son, you know, like could have went to the grave thinking her son tried to burglar out somebody's house and got shot because of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm more scared of the fact that we mean so little to certain people in certain places. That you can just lie to a man's mother and then take the video. And then, oh, the video only got out on some, like, accident. Like, it wasn't... It was leaked by the guy who recorded it um, on some, like, wanting to be able to say, like, we were we, we were in the right. You know what I'm saying? Like, just in case. Like, but that didn't it, didn't... it proved that you guys were just following this, man. Like, it didn't... You know? And, and where's that guy? You know, like, why right, is it? Dude. I, I want to know why the cameraman isn't, um... Are they crime? Yeah, right. because nobody's just driving around recording anything in front of them unless they have a dash cam video, you know? Yeah. This dude is recording on his phone. He knows what the fuck is going down. Like, this man is yeah. recording... Come on now. Yeah, exactly. No. Like, he... he but, but the thing is, he thinks he's in the right too. He's just protecting his friends. As that's why he brought the, the, the videotape forward. She'd be like, no, this is what happened. This is why we did what we did yeah. <clears throat> in lieu of the string of burglaries that have gone around. But there's another tape that has come out which has shown him going up to the constructing uh, the uh, house under construction, looking in, kind of admiring things. We, we can't judge any intent from anything he's done. The owner of that... Um, that um, uh, house that's under construction has come forward and stated that nothing was taken, nothing was damaged, nothing was um, missing from the house. So there's nothing that points to Arbery being in the wrong of any kind except just being on the property, which, honestly, how many people have not done that? You see a house that's under construction, like, oh, what they building in here? Oh, right. you know what I'm saying? It's human a lot of, especially white people. <laughs> it's human shit. It is human shit to do. We, we are so treated like fucking dogs like we can't even be curious without being a criminal and that man is so frightening because yeah, you can't not even that you could just be sitting in your car and be shot by people who are supposed to be um upholding the law and protecting you just right. sitting in your car chick how many people died. have been killed this year just sitting in their cars man. there's a chick that died while sleeping she was yeah. shot 
while in her bed. Yeah. Uh, I think that was in Tennessee or Kentucky or Tennessee, one of the two. Yeah. Um, these um, police officers were looking for somebody who was just released from jail or something like that, and he was doing whatever crimes. Yeah. They entered somebody's apartment on a no-knock warrant, right. and upon entering this person's apartment, this chick's boyfriend thought that they were being robbed, so he opened up fire on the cops. The cops responded by opening up fire on them, and in the process of the, uh, them opening up fire and whatnot, ended up spraying this chick that was knocked out in the bedroom. And the whole time, the dude they were looking for was in custody. Oh, no, that's, even, that's, that's, seriously? That's another one um, where the police raided a house, raided a house um, looking for a gentleman. Um, I forget what the, the, the charge was. They went to the wrong house and killed somebody. Yeah, I think we might be talking about the same story. Yeah, but there was nobody else in the house. But, but, uh, and then there was another um, 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 death of a woman who was actually um, an officer. And they shot her. Like, this is, this is the the jump to conclusions uh, mindset is ridiculous right now that everybody is just like um they are quote unquote fearing for their life so the shooting first and then ask questions later and we are honestly feeling all the effects of it um <laughs> there is no reason for there to be this many this many deaths um for the same type of action right um it just in our community because as many uh, many of us, quote-unquote, that do these things, I'm pretty sure there are plenty of other races that do these things every day, but they live to see another day. Man, I... You, my question is always, what do we do? Like, what do we... What are we... What can we do as people to help reverse or make this better man because it's like when you want to have children and bring them right. into, into this world you know that's yeah like, how do you keep them safe exactly dude you don't and i don't want to tell my kids and the, part of it is you want you got to tell your kids as black men as black people in america you do have to tell your kids you know like you know please listen to the officers and you know just kind of do what they say so you can make it home. But at the same time, I don't want to tell my son to, like, be less of a human because you don't want to frighten me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to tell my son that he has to, like, you know. But the, the sad thing about that is that's not even enough now. Yeah, man. And still, to, still, man. It's... I I remember my dad, um, I don't remember any specific conversations, but I do remember being warned about being outside and whatnot. But in being warned about being outside, it was more of a um, make sure that whenever you leave the house, you have your key. So that way you can get back in if anything happens or make sure whenever you leave the house, make sure that you have your uh, your ID because at any point in time you might get stopped and you need to be identified. So make sure you have your ID. These are pretty much the only two things that my dad said to, well, I mean, of, of course, make sure you know your surroundings, always be looking around, stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. But use protection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, use protection. Oh, like but, um, protection. But for the most part, it was make sure that 
you keep an ID on you and make sure you have your key so you never look like you're you're homeless or you're breaking in or nothing like that. Make sure you have your key, your ID. That's it. Man. And that's crazy because you can't even, like, forget your key. Like, you can't, like, you have to, like, think to not forget something. Not because you might actually, you know, need it to get back in the house, but, like, awesome. I don't want to be looked at as a fucking, like, I'm breaking and entering. Like, that's, we can't even afford to make a mistake. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, we can't even, we have to not only be better, you know, like, when they say, like, in the workplace and shit like that in school, you gotta be better. We can't even not be, we cannot be flawed. Right. Because being flawed, having any flaws could prove to be detrimental like like you have too many words in that buddy we just can't be that's it you're right you're right just can't be there's no place that you can do go well i mean there are places that you can go but (laughs) if you're around the wrong cops it's raps doesn't matter what you're doing or civilians too that's the same thing it's like your only option is like to move to you know, somewhere that's more peace, but you shouldn't but, have to what, do that. But where? That, to... You know where? Yeah, that's, that's the other thing. That's the question. Because at this point, at this point, I wouldn't be opposed to moving. You know, like fuck that. Let me get up out of here. But like, where am I gonna go in real life? You know what I'm saying? It, it reminds yeah. me, of, not to compare everything to comic books, but it reminds me of um, <laughs> what is that um, the Sentinels? No, right. exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, damn it, because it's X Men. Um, was it Genosha, where Magneto? Like built like a, um, it's like a safe haven for like all mutants to go. I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I think it's. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, yeah. Denosha. Portland. Nah. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> Portland. Man, dude, I, I just, um, I want a, a a place like that, you know, and not not even on a physical level, just mentally, like too, like I just want to be, you know, a safe, you know, a place where like my intentions my 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 like my natural urges as a human and all of that shit won't get me killed man you know like right. it's really disheartening man to feel like that you know so i don't know i don't know i mean the, the thing you want to say is what 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 can we do? What what should we do? What yeah. what options are available to us? Yeah. Um, I mean, besides being fully material, uh, 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 military, uh, uh, militaristic—that's the word I'm looking for. Military, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Besides, you know, going like full commando, full army mode, um, to which we would then really, really be be seen as a threat. Um, what is it that we that can we that we can do because um, whenever we try to better ourselves like economically and we, we um, establish things and put things in place to help our, our community grow and foster and everything, um, we're, we're bombed, we're framed, we're killed. Um, whenever we um, seem to display any talent, we're prostituted um, yep. in every sense of the word, um, whether it's through sports <laughs> um, or yeah. through actual prostitution. Um, we're, we're always taking advantage of, um, one person said the only thing we could do is find our, uh, our own country and, and develop it ourselves. 
Um, which I know it seems like a great idea, but the first thing we can't seem to do is is just come together. Um, yeah. I, you know, I like I like the quote that that keeps going around, even and you, you know it's like a slap in the face kind of um, of Malcolm X saying that you know we're now outnumbered, we're out we're out out organized. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we don't have the organization and the um, the uniform mindset to do a lot of things. And a lot of it is because one, we can't decide on a single leader because everybody wants to lead. Um, two, greed is really prevalent with our um, community in general. Everybody wants to get ahead. Everybody wants to get their 15 minutes of fame. Everybody wants to get their own thing and they will do most anything for that prestige, for that small amount of money instead of using it to generate wealth with each other. Um, and then we also, our leaders always are martyred. They're always martyred. They're yeah. always killed. Yeah. Um, because the enemy knows, and I hate to, well, no, because it, it is kind of like an enemy type of thing because the person who's against the way of life of another human being is their enemy. Um, the enemy knows that if they cut off the head, the body is of uh, of no point because they can't reorganize. They won't reorganize. We haven't structured um, our way of thinking to be that of an organized body to be able to go ahead if one of our leaders should fall. Um, so there's a lot that we're dealing with over years and years and years of abuse and, and mistrust and um, programming that we really have to undo that not everybody is willing to do. A lot of people are comfortable, you know, and they killing them. They're not killing me type of thing. Yep. And, yep. and we, we, we just have this, this selfish mindset. And that's another thing too, is, you know, as a, as a, as a human who doesn't have all the answers it's hard to to look at another person, whether you be black, you know what I'm saying, and you know not, you know, a part of the struggle or whatever, or you be a white person, and I'm like, you need to use your white privilege to help us. It's hard to look at another human being and be like, you need to stand up and say, you need to, you know, because sometimes that shit can be scary, you know. Everybody are in our age group be like, if I couldn't have been no motherfucking slave, or I couldn't have been you know, in the civil rights movement, because I would have been knocking niggas out. You know, you ever heard somebody talk like that? Like, there was, yeah. yeah. Every time I ask them, so what are you doing now? Exactly. What, what are you doing now? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. We say that shit, um, not even knowing, like, if you would have been there in that moment, what type of fear? Like, I ain't gonna never tell a motherfucker that they got that they should be doing this for the black man because of the black man's plight or whatever. Like, because you don't. You could literally be scared or just not know how to respond to that. And as long, and I feel like this goes for like white people too. As long as you aren't, as long as you aren't adding negatively to the issue, I can't tell you. I can't tell you how to, you know, how to play in the pen and be like, you know, okay, well, you need to be doing this and be down with the cause and be speaking up on this. Because you could be afraid of losing your job and not being able to feed your family and not being able to survive because you said something. 
Or you could just be fearful of what might happen should you stand up and voice a positive opinion. You know what I'm saying? So that's another really scary thing because how do you communicate this to, you know, people what they should be doing when in your heart of hearts, you don't, you know, I might not know how to like respond. Think of it, it was something well, like I don't think you can give anybody any commands if you don't know what the command is. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. if you can't be specific about what you want said person to do to help out, like calling Oprah and saying, yo, <laughs> you need to donate money to the city. Right. That's yeah. a pretty broad thing to say. Exactly. Instead of, yo, think- Oprah, you need to donate money to MPS, specifically these couple schools because of blah, blah, blah. Okay, now that's a but more... Even, but even then, you can't tell a grown people person what to do. My thing is, um, all you can do is bring to light the issues that are should be apparent because a lot of people may not see them or choose not to see them because if you're talking to someone about an issue that's pretty global and they, one, have no knowledge of it, they, there could be a disconnect there that should be probably fixed or probably looked at. Yeah. Or two, they have a um, an intentional disconnection and it's not their problem, so they're not going to do anything in the first place. You can't really tell people like, you know, yo, you're supposed to be this, you need to do that, da da because you can't tell a grown person what to do. All you can do is be like, man, this is a problem right now. I think if we did this, da, 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 this could probably work. And if they're on board, they're like, yo, let's do this. But if they're not, then you just speaking out air, G. Yep, yep, yep. Man, it's, yeah, dude, I just, that's one thing that's always been heavy for me is because I, you know, a lot of times people want to tell people what they should, like, you know, how they should be moving in order to get, you know, through this rough ass shit that we be going through. And it's mm-hmm. like, man, I can't even say I would I can't even say I would have been, you know, a freedom rider or, or a fucking, you know, civil rights young person that was allowing them to be me with the dog like I wouldn't wanna if I knew they was gonna spray me with these hoes that could like rip my skin and uh, bring out the dogs on me, I would have probably stayed at home. I me mean, personally, I'd have been too scared too fearful and I'm not gonna front my shit like like I wouldn't have been. I'd have been really scared, man, really scared. And that man, is, you're probably scared, but you're you'd stick up for people and yourself because you're a rebel and you don't like tell, people telling you what to do. I don't. And here's the thing: you I know? don't. But that's a different. It's a different time period. Different. I'm yeah. a, I'm afforded the luxury to be able to feel the way that I feel and be able to speak how I want to speak now because of people that did the shit for me in the '60s and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, because of people that did the shit, and I'm so appreciative of that type of shit. You know, because of the, you know, slaves that was, you know, the Nat Turners and shit like that. Like, motherfuckers, like, really speaking up and moving against other shit. I'm able to be rebel. So, I'm able to be real McCoy rebel. I'm able to be like, nah, I'm grown. And you're not going to tell me what to do with my time, energy, money, and, you know, all that shit. Like, but I, would I have been able to be on the front lines to get to this point? I don't know, man. And we don't know until, like, if it were to happen, which, thank God, we, it's not to that point. Right. But there's just... Man. Yeah. How um, many civil... I mean, yeah, history repeats itself, but how many civil rights movements do we have to go through? Shit, you know? That's, I feel, so the rights are civil. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> For real? Well, I mean, like... I mean, okay... You know, no, I know, I know. No, what you know what you mean. Like, there was like the mean. slavery, and that didn't end when they said it ended. Exactly, then, like yeah. the '60s. Yeah. Like, and today. And Jim Crow, and then you know, 
yeah. of um, Black Lives Matter. Like it's it's a perpetual cycle. Yeah. Um, for sure. That continues depending on who's in power. Front one, and I mean the 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 mantle of power has not ever really changed hands. It's always been in the hands of the rich, and. I mean, who he who has the gold makes the rules. I believe is is the the saying that is popular. Mm-hmm. Um, that would make them king, ha- right? Like Jay Z. Okay, just saying. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, but that even when we were talking about that, I said usually a king has a rule of fear um, because he has control over a certain domain. Um, that fear is what keeps him as king because I have the power to do so because I have the control to do this uh, because I have the means and the resources to do this. People. Um, are subservient and they submit to the will of those who are in charge. Um, if the scales were tipped and those who were rich were no longer rich and the wealth was in a different place, we'd be looking at a different regime. Um, that's the reason I believe um, that we were first caught as slaves is because we did have that sort of power. We did have that sort of regime um, in our own countries, and we were actually broadening in certain places, and in other places we were holed up because it was like um, power corrupts. Um, uh, what's the, what's the phrase? Um, I want to say it's power corrupts powerfully or something like that. Um, where when you're in power and you're using that power to amass more power, usually it, it corrupts. Um, it corrupts and it starts from the head on down. Um, so there's there's just a lot of issues here. Um, <laughs> getting away from my first point where um, they jump into conclusions thing. Um, but even in this, we jump to conclusions. Like, you know, people need to do this, people need to do that. Um, the facts are we, we live in a time where um, race is not bigger than ever, but it's more broadcast. It's more shown. It's it's more easily visible, and people are still turning a blind eye. People are still, that's not my problem, and we really have to to come out of that mindset. Um, there has to be some organization that needs to take place, but it has to be something that we really want to do, and realize that we may lose more than we think we gain, but yeah. in the end, we stand to gain a lot. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, that's privilege. And, that's and uh, absolute power. If it doesn't, absolutely. Yeah, there we go. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's privilege. If it, if it doesn't involve you or doesn't impact you, then it's something that you don't really have to worry about. Um, biggest thing that's affecting everybody right now is COVID-19 because we're quarantined. We've either been furloughed or laid off. You have to stay in your house for one reason or another. So everybody's been affected by COVID-19 by one sense of the matter or another. But not everybody has known anyone that has been sick or has died from it. So those who haven't had anybody get sick or die from it, those are probably the people that are saying, yo, we need to be out and about. We need to be out partying. We need the bars and stuff like that, you know? Yep, yep, yep. And so, with that side note, with this order being lifted, um, there was a um, bars, not in Milwaukee County, but um, surrounding counties and other counties in uh, Wisconsin, opened back up last uh, couple days ago. 
and a woman mm-hmm. who's actually a nurse at one of you know the hospitals or whatever works yep, in at a bar. Yeah, was at a <laughs> bar. First of all, and she's like, she's like, and I, she's like, I can't. I was so stressed out, and I just needed this. You know, I got kids at home. What are you? So you are bringing this shit potentially home to your kids already from working at the hospital, and now you went and been around. You know, a whole group of people probably tightly packed into this bar because everybody wants to go out now because, you know, they've been at home and now you've been, you know, exposed yourself to the possibility of getting this disease and taking it to work and making it worse for people at your job or making it worse for your kids or making it worse for yourself. Like, it's just, we are just in a really, really rough and and, and rough time to the point where you don't know how to even call, like, if, if it should be if it's going to be a good or bad move to do this or do that, man, it's just really, it's bad. And we know, I think we know it. I mean, there's other countries that tried to relax or, you know, ease into opening up again. And then their, um, casualty numbers doubled. So it's just, you know, because our state happens to try to relax it, um, doesn't mean that we as individuals have to abide by that. If we don't want to go out, we don't have to. Yeah. And there's been no substantial evidence or facts that this has actually peaked. It's just people are tired and the rich are like, we can't keep paying for y'all. So it's right. it's it's right. a lot of things they're, that they're uh, impatient. Yeah. So and there's been doctors saying, No, we're not ready to be open back up, but because you have a council who has no medical knowledge, has no education, um, and are in positions that they really don't need to be in their word overrides what physicians are saying. Man. Like I said, that jumping to conclusions is, is deadly, you know? Literally, literally. You know, I have a perfect <laughs> fucked up story for jumping to conclusions. Go ahead. It's your time, Some guy man. broke his tibia? Mm-hmm. No. No, 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 no. No, no, it's even more fucked up than that. <laughs> fucked up story of the so- week! <laughs> The fucked up story of the week. Um, so, if one were to have twins with someone, they would assume both like twins. Where this is going. Oh, <laughs> they would Our assume. Got it. <laughs> yeah, they would assume that both of them belong to the same father because they're twins. They came out of the vagina at the well, not the same time, one after oh. the other, but. Um, if this is what yeah. I'm thinking, it's actually not as uncommon as people think. Ah, well, it's a one in ten million chance that it happens where mm-hmm. two kids are born and one belongs to one father and the yeah. other one belongs to another father. The fucked up part about that is not just that, it's the fact that in order for this to happen, that means that the wife would have had, or girlfriend, the woman would have <laughs> had to smash the husband and then within a few hours or the next day had to smash somebody completely different. Yep, she helps. So there's <laughs> one, uh, there's a, a twin in, I think, England, and one of them is a, it's like the same scenario like that, and one's like a really pale redhead and the other is black. African American. <laughs> well, yeah, that's... That's also even, a skin, that's also a skin condition too, because they're twins that are right. one's albino and one's Right, really that's dark. like a... Make That's a unicorn. I mean, not saying that the what I'm talking about is genetics, not genetics, but that could happen from uh, 
actually That's one woman right. being with <laughs> one woman being with one man and the way their genes mixed together if they're mixed mm-hmm. the parents, laundry though oh, have, the, yeah, yeah they have gotta way. they have to like, take their genes off it's time yeah. <laughs> yeah they have a baby and then they have a negative yeah what? i know <laughs> <laughs> like photos mm. Right, no, I get. Yeah, yeah, that's that's funny. Never heard of it like that. But yeah, <laughs> out of everything happening in the world, this is the most fucked up thing that I could find. In that, uh, oh yeah, this happened in China. A lot of stuff happens in Asia these days. It seems. <laughs> these China. Days, it seems. China. Florida, Asia. China. <laughs> right. So I guess I'll post that to the group a little bit later. You could read about that. I, it doesn't say what the dude ended up doing with the his wife or his girlfriend or whoever this chick was. It just says that he's he's fucked and pissed. Uh, oh, <laughs> well, she's she was, fucked. but all right. All right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, with the assist. Hey. <laughs> with the assist. <laughs> said said the two guys. <laughs> right. And then the fun fact is actually a fun fact. Didn't know this, but I didn't know all the other ones either. But iguanas have three eyes, two normal eyes, and a third eye on the top of their head that only perceives brightness. Seems normal. It's a bendy. It's a pineal gland. Uh, um, okay. Yeah, so. I want to see this. That, <laughs> yeah, so if you smack an iguana on the top of the head, you're probably poking him in his eye, and he's going to be even more pissed. Oh, my. But you should have seen it. Mafia. The rats of New York. <laughs> AKA the dogs of New York. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, man. That's funny that you that's so funny that you brought that up because I was just talking about rats and roaches with the lady the other day. And I was like, man, in New York, they gotta worry about not just roaches but rats and them motherfuckers be big. Like, that's crazy. Oh yeah, they they be real big. Six nine, Frank Lucas, Sammy Lucas, <laughs> Alpo. They real big. <laughs> How's that? That's crazy. How you had a king of New York and like the biggest snitches in the world? Dog. Seriously. Dog. Oh, another random thing it's about New York. It's a big kingdom. Another random <laughs> thing about New York. Did you know that they bring in that um, greater metropolitan area of New York brings in two trillion dollars a year? And if the, if New York City was an actual country, it'd be the eighth richest country in the world. Damn, they bring out two Bezos a year? Two, uh, two Amazon Primes? Uh, <laughs> two Jeffreys? <laughs> That's what we're going to call it, a Jeffrey. A Jeffrey. Oh, yes, there we go. I need two Jeffreys in my bank account, deal. bitch. What are you talking about? Yes, sir, I need two Jeffreys. Mm-hmm. We're talking black, too. All right, uh, two big, big J's looking ass. Um, oh. Right, I was gonna say yeah. That's, that's, that seems game too. Yeah. Full circle. All right, exactly. Uh, uh, it's the homie TS, aka C Nova. You know I got gotcha. you, and you can find me on Twitter at C Nova KPZ McCoy. <laughs> it's your boy McCoy, aka Miss What to Do, aka Young Slash God, aka FBI Mike. Um, and you can find me. On, uh, uh, you can find me on uh, Snapchat at McCoy. And find me on uh, Twitter at Rumacore KPZ, man. Cody, Brody, Ghost. Hi, it's Cody, and you're watching the Disney Channel. <laughs> CD Recore on everything, including the Disney Cody Channel. <laughs> <laughs> Zach and Cody. 
<laughs> Look at ass, nigga. I'll allow it. Um, <laughs> Russ, Fireman. Okay, Teddy Russ. Words, cute, smooth fingers. Uh, a bunch of other stuff. Rest of it. <laughs> and then you can find me on Snapchat, ECKZ underscore R-O-I-D-E-T, and on IG at Candid Community, C-A-N-D-I-D underscore C-U-P-I-D-I-T-Y. There we go. Bang. And don't forget, you know where you can listen to us too? At all those places. Just search Not Politically Correct Podcast. Uh, like our Facebook page. Go in and comment on our Facebook page at Not Politically Correct Podcast and uh, NPC Podcast. Also, follow us on Twitter at Not PC Podcast. And on that note, gang!